Guys, welcome back. Workplace Session Life in Jiu-Jitsu. I know it's been a while. Uh, I apologize. I've been out and about running a few different things, trying to get um, what will be the Workplace Session All-In Foundation up and running, guys. So to continue on with our mission, leveraging uh, Jiu-Jitsu and soon-to-be stand-up paddleboarding uh, to build a community of familiarity and inclusivity for military, law enforcement, firefighters, uh, survivors of domestic terrorism, um, dealing with the invisible wounds of trauma. So uh, pretty broad category there, but we want to be all in, meaning all inclusive. We don't want to limit anyone. We want to provide pre-incident, post-incident support for people, uh, bringing people together and just sharing our experiences and having a great time. So welcome back guys. Uh, like like I said, thanks again for, for dealing with my um, lengthy uh, leave of absence, I guess I could call that. It's been a little bit over a month. So guys, today, um, for you guys, I have Alex Dugas here. Um, we are going to talk about the uh, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Rollathon um, going down here at uh, Noel Smith BJJ uh, on the 5th of October. Yep. I have that right. Um, yeah, here, like I just said, here in this area. So um, as we get started, um, I will let you introduce yourself and tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Cool. Uh, first off, thanks for having me on. Oh, no, absolutely. Appreciate Anytime. it. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so uh, I'm Alexander Dugas, and uh, I am a brown belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I practice mostly out of Noel Smith, uh, BJJ, and Glen Burnie. Uh, I started training in June of 2011 at MDBJJ in Pasadena. It was uh, run by Monroe Hall and Alfred Kablinski. And then when that shut down in January of 2015, I uh, went over to Noel's and been training there ever since. And then about two years ago is when I went full-time sort of teaching, training, and so on. And uh, that's pretty much it. That's yeah, how'd you, uh, how'd you get your start back in 2011? <clears throat> so there's like a short version and a long version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? feel free, the mic's uh, open. The, the basic gist is, so I started out, like I said, in June of 2011, um, I was kind of like a wayward youth, dropped out of school, did a lot of partying and drinking yeah. and all this stuff, and then kind of wanted to get my life in order and I had wanted to train martial arts or jujitsu for a long time but I was always kind of like hesitant to pull the trigger you know a lot of ideas but not a lot of action and then started training you know pulled the trigger and you know loved it immediately it was like it was like uh training jujitsu for the first time was like feeling like I was doing what it was that I was put on this earth to do nice like it sounds kind of hyperbolic but that's yeah what it felt like no, then, yeah, that, that's understandable I mean a lot of people have that have that experience so yeah and then um you know so I was pretty committed and then I don't mean to take this to such a heavy place so quickly but uh and then in September of that year so I've been training a few months I had a friend of mine who worked with me uh, at my day job who trained over at crazy 88 okay and uh long story short we were hanging out one night and he was all kind of whacked out on something or other and then he left for the night and I went to bed. And when I woke up the next day, his car was still in front of my house. Oh, wow. And when I went to check on him, he had passed away. Right. Um, he had overdosed on a combination of things. Okay. And the, the last thing he said to me the night before he left was, you know, he had been training but wasn't super serious about it. Um, 
and he said he wanted to rededicate himself and get his blue belt. And after kind of like wrestling with everything, I sort of made the decision that I was going to take this experience and take this loss and turn it into fuel to do something better with my life. And so I kind of said to myself, I'm going to commit myself to jujitsu. I'm going to get my blue belt. I'm going to get it for myself. I'm going to get it because he can't, because you can't take your life for granted. And that kind of put me on the path to where I've, you know, gotten to today. Right. Now we're uh, nine, eight, nine years later. Yeah. Uh, teaching, I'm assuming adults and, and children. Yeah, mostly uh, adults at this point. But yep. So, yeah, now you're teaching uh, and you're doing events like this, um, which are really important, uh, putting a lot of time and effort into um, continuing what, what, what we have, what, what has been going on. Um, I think this is the third or fourth one. Yeah, I believe it's the third one. Yeah, the third one. So uh, shout out to our, our, our mutual friend, Becca Nyberg. So um, she um, does the majority of the legwork um, for this mm-hmm. event. Um, and actually, she invited me to the first one. That's how I got involved. Um, so without her, really, this, this event uh, wouldn't, wouldn't even exist. Um, and we all kind of um, found each other through jujitsu, which is, uh, you know, what I talk about a lot, building that community. And now we have this outstanding event that, that's happening for the third time um, once a year. And we bring people together from wherever they come from. Uh, this year we're having Chris Baumgartner from uh, Delaware is coming yeah, first out. First State Martial Arts. Uh, first State Martial Arts, yep. He, he's also a veteran. Um, so I'm going to spend some time and have some great conversations with him. So looking forward to that. Um, but, yeah, it's grown from, you know, what we thought was going to be a small local event to uh, uh, tri-state event, probably more than that. I mean, in this area sure. it's pretty easy to get people from multiple states because we're so close, but a pretty exciting event. So let's talk a little bit about the event itself um yeah what um what's the format going to look like basically sure a general overview sure so um and actually sort of a announcement oh yeah absolutely put out there uh so far is that we've decided to extend the event by one hour so it's still going to start at 10 a.m but we're actually going to go to 5 p.m basically we had so many people interested in doing the mini seminars that uh we were trying to figure out, well, how can we do this? How can we do that? And then it just ultimately made the most sense. Just, you know what, let's add the extra hour. Nice, an extra so have, hour. Yeah, we have like six seminars. We'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, the basic format is starts at 10 a.m. So the roll-a-thon will begin in the main jiu-jitsu mat area uh, at Knowles. In the back of the building on the same side as the jiu-jitsu mat is where we have our big back counter. And there we'll have uh, Shane Coover of Tartaruga Battle Gear Station. He'll be selling T-shirts. Uh, the proceeds of which, or percentage of the proceeds of which, will be going to the AFSP, and that's also where we'll have the items for the silent auction. Um, now, approximately, how many items do we have for the silent? Auction? I don't have a number okay. off the top of my head, but we got uh, some stuff from some gi manufacturers. We have uh, what is it, uh, chiropractic assessments, and we have some private lessons from black belts on the on the table. Nice, so nice. I think we'll probably make an announcement. Uh, via the event page in the next couple of days okay. or so of like the some more specifics. Nice. Now, do you have to uh, still be there to win the silent auction or will you be notified? Hey, I put a bid on this. My bid won. Someone's going to reach me via email or something like that. Yeah, we can we can work that uh, the second option out. there. So just so you know, guys, you, you don't have to be there to win. You, I mean, obviously you show up you place your bid. You're there. You participate a little bit. But if you have to leave and you leave, uh, if you win, uh, your bid wins. You will, you know, be contacted and, re- and receive your, your, your prize, your award, your whatever it may right. be. So, 
but just come on out and support man it's going to be a great event so uh extend it by an hour okay so what what do we have as far as uh instructors right so uh and actually i have the official lineup today absolutely you can throw it here if you want so on the table and sure, so sure. it makes it easy for you to see yeah so um we have obviously you topaz navarro yeah you guys uh, you guys don't want to learn from me i'm no, just kidding <laughs> uh, i'm actually your yours is one of the most uh one of the seminars i'm the most excited for oh so, well, thank you he's uh, just saying that because he's sitting right here but that's, that's right <laughs> i'm doing i'm doing um kenneth brown's podcast in an hour and i'm oh, like nice. Ken, i'm most excited for yours yeah uh <laughs> but yeah so uh topaz here at 11 then we have uh Chris Bumgarner at 12. Nice. So that's the gentleman that uh, Topaz here was just talking about a moment ago. He's a black belt under Pedro Sauer and John Garfield. Uh, he's the head instructor at First State Martial Arts. He's got almost 20 years of jiu-jitsu experience, uh, 18 years in law enforcement, and served as a, as a Marine. So Ah, uh, Marine. See, I had that wrong. I was thinking Army. I apologize. Um, and then at 1 p.m., we're going to have João Paulo Ferreira, who's uh, most people in this area know him pretty, you know, are pretty familiar with him, but he's a black belt under Alliance. He's the head instructor now at a Gogi BJJ. It's yeah. a beautiful facility, man. He, yeah. he did no, a great I, job. I, JP was my instructor for a few years. Um, incredible instructor, really nice guy. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm really glad that he's going to be at the event today, uh, or not today, be at the event um, on the 5th. And, and I'm excited. I'm excited to learn from JP. Um, yeah, really good stuff. Yeah. yeah, he always, like, you know, I, I could say anybody who's planning on coming, uh, Anytime you're at a JP class or a seminar or anything, uh, he has that uh, dynamic with that people with a lot of experience tend to get where they'll say something that seems really simple to them, but is a really profound piece of information, yes. yeah. you know, a concept or something you're like, oh, that, that makes a lot of things make mm -hmm. sense. So definitely don't miss out on that. Uh, and then at 2 p.m. we have Monroe Hall. He's the uh, head instructor over at Baltimore BJJ. He's okay. a black belt under Carlos David Oliveira's uh, Roberto Traven. Um, and he's been, he's been in this area for over or about 20 years. Um, he's been teaching jujitsu, self-defense, combatives, behavioral aid, just a really um, diverse background, a pretty uh, decorated competitor as well. Nice. He just won the, uh, was it gold at the DC Open? And okay. was that July? Awesome. That's right? going to be great. Yeah, just uh, July, I believe. Yeah. Yep. And then at three, we're going to have Caitlin Carlucci. Uh, she's a brown belt under uh, Diego Bispo, and she's one of the instructors at Aries BJJ. Uh, she has 12 years of experience. She has a background in social work and advocacy. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's funny because uh, I actually didn't know uh, her real name. So I literally, we talk all the time on, not all the time, but regularly on Instagram. Oh, wow. Um, oh, right, because she's what, like at Mommy Grappler? Yeah, or something, at right? Mommy Grappler, exactly. So yeah. I, I only know her by her handle. That's why when you started to read uh, the background, I was like, oh, I do know who that is. Yeah. Uh, she's great, man. She's great. Um, really great person. Um, really has passionate for, uh, is passionate about uh, helping uh, the soldier, sailors, airmen, the Marines. Uh, yeah, great. So I'm excited. That, that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm pretty stoked for that too. Especially, you know, um, I feel like, you know, she, she competes at 129 pounds. And I think that, uh, you know, whether it be women or just small people in general, yeah. uh, there's a lot of things that they see larger instructors take for granted. Yeah. You know, oh, you just grab the sleeve and bring it across yeah. here. And they're looking at it like, yeah, but what if I can't just yeah the arm yeah no us. it goes back to the 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 roots of jujitsu where hey yeah. I, I see this technique but it doesn't necessarily work for me like this right how do i adjust it to make it work for my body type you know right. it's, it's almost right. the same it, you know that's really what you're it's looking very, at when yeah, you talk about that right yeah. at the beginning right right at the foundation of the thing so i think anybody who's like a small person who, who struggles with you know being a small person wrestling bigger people you know this is this will be a great seminar for those people yeah no that's awesome um, i think she said uh what she, she posted on facebook 
Someone asked what she's planning on teaching, and she said, and I'm quoting, destroy the larger opponents and drink the blood of our enemies. So, right. yeah, so I what mean, ta- you know, What time is that? I gotta make at, sure. That's at 3 p.m. I right? gotta make sure I'm there for that. I need to learn, learn right. that stuff or learn how to defend it so I don't, you know, become a victim. Right, right. Uh, yeah, right. A lot of people teach in small person versus big person jiu-jitsu. Where's the people teaching big person versus small person jiu-jitsu? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people say that's not fair or something like that. Sure, know, sure. Yeah. And then uh, finally, kind of main event, uh, so to speak, at 4 p.m., we got Kenneth Brown. Uh, obviously, uh, most people know him. He's the head instructor at Second Gear BJJ. He's a black belt under Mike Moses and Evolve Academy. Uh, and Ken's been training forever, over 10 years, yeah. and very decorated, and, and probably one of the most consistently competitive guys in yeah. the area. Yeah, I, I train with Kenny every Sunday. Uh, every Sunday, I, I mm. go to his go to his gym. for. He runs a community open practice. It's open to everyone, community open practice. Uh, it, it's essentially what you know what our mission is here encapsulated in in a one day of training per week you know bring together as many people as possible train have fun and it's like a community and it's doing really well it's to be honest it's one of my favorite classes of the week um and we we train pretty hard i will throw that in there you know I, i don't it's not it's not a light class um we train pretty hard um but it's great and just to speak about kenny man his technique is like he, he's very technical. Yes, very precise. And he's very sneaky. Mm. Um, sometimes I, I like to, people that have trained with me before, I, I like to move fast a little bit or try to pass quickly. Uh, I'm like a, a fake Brazilian in my head with my passing, you know, but I have to slow everything down to a snail's pace with Kenny because you never know what trap you're putting yourself into. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. Great lineup. Guys, I'll be honest. I, I'm not trying to um, – and this is what I told Alex. Is like I'm not really looking at techniques per se because we're going to have a lot of that throughout the day from some really great black belts. Um, I am doing more of a uh, personal defense um, portion where we will do some discussion, but um, – I want to uh, present more of a uh, scenario-based opportunity for people to to validate um, what they feel they're comfortable with. So um, if you guys are not familiar with um, any kind of uh, training with uh, your opponent in like an impact reduction suit and you're dealing with the scenarios and what we what we call ballistic micro fights, um, that's what what I'm going to allow people to either say, hey, I want to do it, or hey, I don't. But um, there's a completely different scenario when you've just got cut off in the parking lot and, and it's time to mm-hmm. deal with a confrontation with this, with this individual who thinks that you were clearly in the wrong. So um, that's, that's kind of what I'm looking at and what, what, what I'm interested in discussing. This is what I, I, the reason why I started jiu-jitsu, and, and I'm a huge uh, personal defense nerd. Um, I, I, I like to say choose safety. You know, that's my fav- one of my favorite hashtags, hashtag choose safety, because mm-hmm. um, a lot of times uh, situational awareness can save us um, from a lot of uh, the conflicts or incidents that go on nowadays. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to be talking about. Um, and I also approach it not from a we, – we talk about uh, antisocial behavior and asocial individuals, right? So mm-hmm. we're talking about uh, – I'm not talking about antisocial behavior where the guy's drunk at the bar or he thinks you looked at his girlfriend's ass or something like that. Whatever the case may be, we're talking a true asocial individual who's going to snap regardless of the situation or a violent encounter, an ambush. You know, we, we don't we – don't, when we train for ambushes, we have this one – 
type of ambush in our mind and it's funny because becca said this to me we were having a conversation the other day she's like oh do you mean like when you're walking down a dark alley and someone grabs you from behind and in my mind i'm thinking why would i be walking down a dark alley i'm like that's step number one like um so yes i guess if that's a scenario that everyone often trains somebody walking alone at night down a dark alley like okay uh hashtag choose safety why would i walk down that that's sure we talk about left of bang is what we say in um, spear system personal defense readiness coach shout out to uh, tony blower and and all the spear system guys um this is what we talk about and what i want to talk about is is uh what we talk about in the system is the, the 3ds um you know detect and avoid defuse and de-escalate and and finally defend you know uh, when push comes to shove, Tony says, be your own bodyguard, you know. And then Tim Larkin says, when violence is the answer, it's the only answer. Sure. So uh, violence is a tool, and we must, we have to get comfortable using the tool of violence. So sure. I, I will talk about this all day, and I Yeah, hijack, well, no, and I think, I, um, <laughs> I think that's why, no, you're great. And I think that's, um, that's why I was excited for you to, you know, do the yeah. seminar is that, um, you know, I feel like, I, I love sports jiu-jitsu. Yeah, no, I think absolutely. sports jiu-jitsu I, 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 I do too. one yeah. of the most fun things on the planet. It's so fascinating and, and all of this. But I do think that it's important to, A, understand what an actual threat situation looks like. Yes. Right? And understand the nuances. I mean, uh, yeah. how important, even just body language, how important. It's like, how mm-hmm. often do you practice? Sure, we might practice a self-defense scenario. Some guy throws a punch, you grab the arm, you, you clinch him up, and you trip him down. But did you practice the te- the five or ten minutes before that where this yeah. guy was getting in your face yelling at you? Yeah, that, and that's that's that, that part is key, right? So that's what we talk about. That's that whole left of bank piece where sure. we're talking about pre-incident and, uh, um, yeah, no, absolutely. So I, I didn't want to hijack that, but you did mention a good point. You mentioned um, competition, uh, sport, jiu-jitsu, however you want to couch it. Uh, IBJJF New York Open, 16, 17 uh, November. So right around the corner, um, pretty big event. I've been talking to quite a few guys, and and they're looking at training up for this event. So it should be a great opportunity if, if you like to compete, if you're registered. If not, you have time to register now and pay and get in there. Mm. Um, should be fun. Um, okay, what else do you have for um, the event? Yeah, so other than that, we've mentioned pretty much most everything. Uh, we also have, uh, was it AAA Physical Therapy, I believe is the company. They'll be okay. coming out and doing uh, free PT screenings and dry knee play. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. so uh, we'll have them set up. And then let me see if there's anything else I want to point, like talk about right now today. Um, no, I think that's basically it. So we have the, the so just a re- kind of summarize everything we have the seven hour rollathon. yep um we have the silent auctions and sort of tartaruga battle gear merch table we'll also have okay. like refreshments and things at that table as well available uh we have the mini seminar starting at 11 going up until oh and i should also point out that the way the mini seminars are going to work is they'll, they're gonna starting at 11 they'll start at the top of every hour and run for 45 minutes so there'll be like a 15 minute break. So if you're just coming for the seminars, it's not like six seminars in a row. Right. You know, 45 minutes, take a break, get a snack, use the restroom, whatever. Maybe get a couple rolls in in the open mat, you know, come back. So even if you're just coming for the seminars, you'll have a little bit of a break between them. Right. Now, is it, are you going to have it posted like uh, online somewhere where people can see uh, the time slots again? Yep. We'll be posting those up. Uh, actually, I might, I might even get that up this afternoon. Okay. So... 
Yep, so it'll be on the Facebook page? or Yep, it'll be on the Facebook page. If you look up, uh, it'll be 2019 AFSP BJJ Rollathon. Yeah, that's, that's the, the event, page. guy. 2019 AFSP BJJ Rollathon. So they're going to have the times out there. So if you only want to come for a certain person or if you want to show up before that person and get some rolls in and then do their seminar or flip it, you know, show up, do the seminar, then roll a little bit. Right. Right. The day is yours. We just want people to come out and support in, in some way, shape, or form. Um, I'm at 11. So you can show up at 11.45 and we'll be done. <laughs> or you can show up at like 10 o'clock, whatever. Just kidding. Um, I'll be there um, pretty much the majority of the day. Um, I'll be rolling a little bit. I'll probably be hanging out more so um, because I like to talk. Uh, you guys are, are used to that already. But um, awesome. And it's uh, $25 donation fee? Yes, $25 fee to uh, get access to the Rollathon. Awesome, awesome. Any last uh, parting words for you? Just uh, that I hope everybody, you know, who can make it out, makes it out. It's going to be a great time. Uh, and, and like Topaz was pointing out earlier, one of the coolest parts about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is the community aspect of it. Uh, you know, it, it's amazing. If you, if you go to a seminar where you have a lot of people and you look around the room and you see all the different people of all different backgrounds and, and shapes and sizes and, and lifestyles and all of this, and it's amazing. All of these people came to this one sport and I think most people will tell you, well, certainly if you're at a seminar, people who are going to a seminar, pretty much all of them will tell you that training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu has had a really positive impact on their lives and Absolutely, helped, them, yeah, I agree. Yeah. helped them not only on the mats, but also outside. You know, yeah. even just something like recognizing, you know, I talked to Monroe, uh, you know, one of the seminar instructors about this all the time is about recognizing causal chains, uh-huh. right? Where with jujitsu it's like i remember going all the way back when i was a you know white belt i would roll with this one guy and we would get the half guard and then he would pass my guard it took me nine months of just this <laughs> same roll he gets the half guard he passes my guard okay and then one day he gets to half guard and i do what i always do, was doing which was grabbing an overhook and then he passed my guard and i go oh every time i grab that overhook he passes my guard i guess i should try to get an underhook. Uh, so it clicked right like yeah. it's like just this pattern recognition these causal yeah. chains and you can be you can see that you know how that occurs in life where you go oh you know every time i'm up for a promotion i act this way and it screws up my opportunity or every time yeah. a relationship gets to a certain point i do this and then this happens or they i see this from them and it triggers this response in me and jujitsu can really help i think it's a really powerful tool of detecting these causal chains and i think that you know going back to the main point of the seminar when you talk about the afsp and the work that they do a lot of their research is an understanding and just the the ways that people come to uh you know suicidal thoughts yeah right uh i think they're the largest research organization in both government and private nice uh, in america and so and a huge part of that is helping people to recognize those chains where, you know, you start a, a, a chain of thought where, huh, this is what I think. It makes me feel this way, which animates this other thought and so on. So jujitsu has had a powerful effect, I think, on most of us that train it in, in a positive light. And yeah. this is an opportunity for us to use that positivity and uh, branch it outward to a good cause that can help other people, you know, have a similar positive outlook because of the work that the AFSP does. So I, October 5th at 10 a.m., $25 to get in the door, six awesome mini seminars, a awesome roll-a-thon, cool silent auction items, free uh, PT screenings and dry needling. Uh, you know, make it out. 
Yeah, so uh, a few things, right? So work, play, obsession, life, and jujitsu, right? So jujitsu for us is is a form of recreational therapy. Um, shout out to Alex Coleman. Um, she really turned me on to uh, The Body Keeps the Score, which talks a lot about recreational therapy and the, mm-hmm. and the benefits that recreational therapy have for treating uh, mental health. And then that also led me uh, to find The Brain Always Wins, which is, which is one of my favorite books in regards to mental health. And we have exactly what you're talking about. In The Brain Always Wins, they talk about uh, the process. And I like to hashtag trust the process. I like to post photos, trust the process. The process is, uh, is a really an acronym, right? So P is physical activity, which is what jiu-jitsu falls under. Um, rest, uh, R is rest and recovery, which is huge. The O is optimal nutrition. C is uh, cognitive training. So I also see jujitsu as a form of cognitive training mm-hmm. because just like you're saying, you're mentally playing this game of chess. How am I making the right move to go here? How am I setting this up two or three steps ahead? Um, why do I keep losing, if you want to put it that way? And you research that. So C is, is cognitive training. E is emotional regulation, which we deal with quite often mm-hmm. uh, when you're dealing with the traps or the pitfalls or the setbacks, uh, emotional regulation. And then S is social interaction which is what we're big on, bringing people together. Final S for process is is synergy. So it's when you actively bring together all the elements of the process, um, what you have is a great foundation for uh, being on the pre-incident side or recovering on the post-incident side of mental uh, mental health, right? Mm -hmm. So I love to say trust the process. Again, guys, that's that's, uh, the body keeps the score, talks a lot about recreational therapy, and and the brain always wins. Uh, Two of my favorite books, um, I have to two, check those out. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, two things I, I always talk about, and you guys will hear me say trust the process, trust the process. And I, I don't own it. Uh, I didn't coin it. So whenever uh, Dr. maybe Fitzgerald, I can't remember his last name, once he finds out, he's going to be like, this guy's been using my <laughs> my information. Get a cease and desist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to get like uh, DMs in my Instagram. Like, But um, I, no, I really I think it's great, guys. So before we wrap up, guys, last thing I have. Um, if you aren't aware of it, we're running a t-shirt contest of uh, Workplay Obsession uh, t-shirts, right? So what we're doing is um, uh, from October 1st to November 1st, um, the person who posts the best photo uh, in their Workplay Obsession t-shirt um, to Instagram or Facebook, they're going to win a free private lesson with Max Jimenez, so mm-hmm. the head instructor here. Cool. Guys, he's competing at ADCC this, this weekend. Um, and he's in the top, you know, top tier of 99 kilogram plus mm-hmm. um so yeah we're we're the the uh, uh the prize is a free private with max and then i'll be like your 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 dummy you know to practice the moves on as max is you know giving you your private lesson so um yeah so that's what's running right now guys um hit me up i've got people submitting photos and videos already which is awesome um and it's exciting but it's not i, I what i really wanted to say and why i bring that up is is, is the purpose of our shirts right so the reason why why we have our, our shirts are not for really for at, specifically for advertising or not for creating a revenue because we're creating a nonprofit organization um, our real reason is it's it's really our beacon or our commitment to people so I tell people I don't sell them online uh, we don't sell them online we don't hand them out um, everyone who has one of these shirts I've met personally and I've had conversations with personally mm-hmm. And the intent is if you ever see someone wearing a Workplay Obsession t-shirt, 
do not hesitate to talk to them if you have an issue. If you feel like you're pre-incident or post-incident or uh, whatever the case may be, you can walk up to that person and talk to them about um, whatever issue you're having. And everyone who has one of these shirts, they know that that's their charge. Um, and we've had that conversation because I like to look at what, what we're doing as like, uh, almost like a vehicle, a car mechanic or a tow truck, right? So you have to pay attention to the car before the check engine light comes on. Mm. You know, and sometimes people wait until that light comes on, but when it comes on, you don't know why. You don't know why it's on. You know, what's the symptom? Is it the headaches? Is it the sleepless nights? Is it the uh, the the triggers from a sound? You know, overreactive um, emotions? Is it anger? Like, w we don't know. Yeah. You know, so we want to we want to get there before that, and then on the other side, if you do break down, we're like we're like a tow truck, man. Well, we'll come sure. get you. You know, so that's that's what we're doing. That's our mission. Um, that's our pledge to everybody out there. Um, Jiu-Jitsu is awesome, our mechanism man. right now, you know, but we're branching out to do stand-up paddleboard. And shout out to Josh Brown. Uh, Josh Brown's our head out in California. Used to train with him here. Uh, former uh, Lurs D guy. Close enough. I give you Lurs D. That's all right. Uh, active duty. Ar uh, he's not active duty anymore, but it's Army guy, Lurs D. Trained here at Ground Control. Uh, training out in California, surfing, paddleboarding out there. So um, that's our next our next step. That's you super know. cool. So yeah, just 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 follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, guys. Uh, Workplay Obsession. On Instagram, we're also we're also Workplay Obsession underscore Sup Life uh, for our stand up paddleboarding guys. Um, and yeah, man, we try to stay on social media. We try to get the message out. Um, excited, man, excited for this event. Excited to meet new people. Um, excited to take lessons with uh, with the awesome instructors. Um, but yeah, anything else before we wrap it up? Uh, no, that that's it. It's just try to make it out on October fifth. Um, yes, and yes. I'm also available for contact. So if you have any questions about the event, um, you can get to add me at a. Uh, you can go to my personal page, Alex Dugas. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, you can also find my business page, um, Alexander Dugas BJJ. Uh, feel free to send me a message, and if you have any questions about anything. So. What about uh, Facebook or Instagram? Uh, yeah, my business Facebook is Alexander Dugas BJJ. That's sort of my one-stop hub for content, yep. and yep. you know, if anyone has any business inquiries and so on. And then on Instagram at Alexander Dugas BJJ. Awesome, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Right, so. Uh, post-traumatic stress, depression, anxiety, guys, those things, those things, those things thrive in silence, right? No one should suffer in silence. And, and our charge here is to make the unspeakable speakable, right? Um, last words from Alex. Uh, just, I hope to see you guys on October 5th for the uh, Rollathon. And uh, if you have any questions or inquiries about the event or anything in general, you can hit me up on Facebook on my personal page, uh, Alex Dugas, or I also have a business page, which is Alexander Dugas BJJ. Uh, I guess also I have an Instagram at Alexander Dukas BJJ. So feel free to contact me for anything involved in the Rollathon if you have any questions. Awesome. So. Thanks, guys. Until next time, keep grinding.